such a good song. It is. Such a damn good band. I'm just going to listen to this song. Well, uh, no idea. All right. Well, let's just start. <laughs> this is Nerd Speak. Seriously, where do you go? I have no idea. <laughs> you just gotta. Uh, how are you doing, Nerd Nation? <laughs> I hope better than us, because <laughs> apparently we don't have our shit together at all. It is episode one hundred and three of your favorite nerd podcast, Nerd Speak. I'm here, uh, Brendan, your host, and with me as always is my Uncle Ted. As always. As always. We can't do the podcast without you. <laughs> no, I mean, unlike some of your other uncles who... Yeah, who somehow are here, but not here. We said, hey, we're starting, and he gets up and he leaves. He just got up and walked away. <laughs> Good God. I mean, we've done almost 100 of these, right? Who is, yeah. Oh, what? Whoops. I sent it to Brian at Angie's List. Uh, whoops. Well, you're welcome, Brian, at Angie's List. You got a copy of our uh, outline for tonight. To delete that from my contacts, I don't even know who that is. Are we recording? We are recording, Brian. Welcome to the show. So who did you actually send that to? Uh, Brian from Angie's List. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. How's, uh, how's your little two-week break been there, Ted? Has it only been two weeks? Yeah. Seems like a lot has happened in those two weeks. <laughs> That's for sure. Everything going all right? We had the little guy's second birthday. We had Comic-Con. Choke we it into later. Uh, Randy's mom's birthday. Start of the Ted can take a shit-a-thon at his own house. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, lots going on. Good. And we lost Mickey. Sunburst. Uh, oh, fish. no. Yeah. He crossed the Rainbow Bridge a couple of days ago. Bummer. Sorry to hear it. Yeah, he lasted longer than most, but <laughs> but the two uh, the two uh, scum eaters are doing great. So. Those dudes I don't think ever die. No. 
they just keep getting bigger and bigger. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Brian, how's uh, how was your vacation? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Why does everybody say that when I go to work somewhere else? It's a vacation. Because at least you're going somewhere beautiful. I don't remember seeing anything there. I did see a little bit. It was uh oh no, it was a good trip. Better than the uh, the travel back, but you know they can't they can't help themselves. Airports will be a bitch sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but you said uh, you were able to get some quality viewing in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. We'll cover that in the. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a minute. In the in the uh, what have you been watching segment of our yeah. podcast. Anything big happen elsewise outside of your California trip? Uh, yeah, I had a grand opening for the new store. Oh, did you? Oh, oh just that. Just uh, no man. worries. Just opening my second store this year. Uh, yeah, that's it. Fourth man. one in total. That's that's all I've been crushing business. That's all I've been doing. <laughs> I did find I out. I know that it's been crushing me. Well, it feels that way. Some sometimes. Days. What about you, buddy? I had a uh, a wedding this weekend, and you got married without telling us. No, not me personally. Oh, okay. you'll be invited to that one. Oh, hopefully, thank God. keep playing your cards, right? Well, uh, he won't realize he's at it and <laughs> just get up and leave. <laughs> oh, this well, is your I'm wedding. Just here for a turt wig. <laughs> There's this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we ha- uh, and I had found out one of my cousins works for Upland and knew who you were. Her name was uh, Justine. Big blonde hair. Yeah. She's not my cousin's girlfriend. Second, third cousin. Well, then one girl who's Savannah's best friend works there, too. Oh, really? She goes, I didn't know you were my Savannah's uncle. And I'm like going, I don't have a niece named Savannah. Savannah, (laughs) I haven't heard that one yet. And then I realized that that she is by, uh, by, uh, what? Subsib. Subsib adoption status. Yeah, my niece, I guess. So <laughs> she was all excited about that. Well, good. Yeah, uh, there's a, yeah, there's quite a few people there. But yeah, outside of that, not too much is going on that I can think of. Locked in uh, the wedding venue and date, so May fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Look out. Um, but outside of that, it's just been a lot of. I mean, we've been busy. Congrats to my friend Dean, who graduated the Kinsey Academy and started working there today. We had what, his. Uh, what is the Kinsey Academy? It's the Codeine Academy downtown, just above the old Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, what else did we have? So he started working at the Kinsey Academy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's teaching there now. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I did go to. This was a pretty big deal. I did go to Chicago uh, two weekends ago. And uh, saw how did this get made live? That was pretty oh, really? fun. So what did they yeah. make? What they, what is it like going to a professional podcast? It was interesting because it is just as goofy as fuck as this one is, <laughs> oh, yeah. and it's insane how much cutting goes on to make those episodes. Well, like, like how much bullshit you get to hear like at a live show as opposed to them, what they actually put out. Yeah. Like we could easily shorten ours to an hour <laughs> if we had somebody yeah. editing it. Well, like they, uh, like I've listened to some of the ones that I listen to, you know, the 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 tested and stuff like that, and and they have the same freaking arguments that we have with each other. You know, like, oh yeah, why aren't you paying attention? Oh, and, yeah. and <laughs> I'm sorry, this has nothing to do with me, and and all the same. Where were we? 
how do we get off topics and all the same stuff but that's what makes it fun oh yeah but it is nice to have those little snips yeah, it's what you get your awards you know right yeah <laughs> um but they did uh the adventures of pinocchio with jonathan taylor thomas and martin landau oh yeah and it's a big piece of shit oh god it was we watched it on the way up my buddy uh james and i i rented it on itunes and we watched it for the trip and then they did god, uh, wouldn't it have been cheaper just to buy that thing on itunes no <laughs> i thought so but it wouldn't it was like it was still like 15 bucks oh really i was like no nah, hard pass uh and then space jam was the second one and that was pretty good but i mean in the world of things space jam isn't that bad it's pretty bad i mean michael jordan is bad in it well and just like the idea behind everything and like how it kind of get like if you actually did they look talk at about the plot the, and how it rolls sure but did they they talk about the fact that lebron's doing a second one like oh, right they now. did God, yeah no, they did really? mention it yeah they're yeah. filming it right now nobody Jeez. was happy about it but yeah but it was funny because they i'm surprised because that like seemed like such a pivotal movie in your youth I'm like, not excited about that. No, no, I meant just Space Jam in general. Oh, it was like it was. I love it. Like movie. introduced your generation to Looney Tunes again. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but no. no. I mean, we were always Looney Tunes has always been on Saturday mornings. It's not like not it anymore. went away. Not anymore, but back then it was. Um, but yeah, you know, I had all of the action figures that came with an NBA All Star and a Looney Tunes character. The Monstar and uh, you know Charles Barkley and right. all that stuff, and it was cool to see everybody in their like Toon Squad jerseys. There was one dude rocking. Them. You know how Jason likes the babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was there dressed as they were dressed as Taz. Both of the mom and dad and the little kid. Okay. Were all dressed as Taz from with the Toon Squad gear on. Nice. And so Jason got to hold the baby, and it was it was really endearing to like actually see it. Instead of just, like, laughing my ass off about him wanting to eat the baby. <laughs> but he, like, goes full, like, hand sanitizer. He's like, bring out the Sani. And he's, like, pumping and, like, going to town. <laughs> and then he's holding the baby. But, like, him and June were, like, completely enamored with this child. Really? It was so, hmm. yeah. It's and crazy how... No special guests. Yeah. You said you were kind of surprised by that. That Because it was in Chicago. You yeah, you're doing Space Jam, you could have gotten somebody. You could have gotten somebody. Like, that's a big movie, and, like, like you've got Second any City. Any that knew Jordan, maybe, yeah. that are still sitting around? <laughs> I, was, I just thought it was kind of surprising that you had two sold-out shows in Chicago and you had no special guests for a live episode. Because I can't even remember any live episodes that didn't have special guests. Mm. One day I hope to go to a live podcast. Yeah. One day. One day. We'll have to invite you sometime. <laughs> no, that's uh, Brendan and I have tried to go see Douglas movies three times now. Twice. Is it just twice? It is. Your wife confirmed. Well, anyway, it was the first twice. time I bageled, and then the second time you yeah. bageled. So. So. I hung on to the poster I made. Oh, good. <laughs> so I'm good to go on my name tag when that Being happens. Credited. Uh, well, speaking of uh, movies, have you seen anything lately, Ted? I saw It on Friday night, It Chapter 2, Yeah, with uh, my wife and a couple of stragglers. A couple of heathens. A couple of heathens, you and Ryan. Yeah, friend fiance of the show. wouldn't go. It's ridiculous. It's not even like it was that scary. She can't handle that shit, man. It's 
just it's the blood that really does it because like she can watch she can watch stuff like us but it's like some of that stuff like some of those shitty monsters and teeth and the blood and gnashing and i did watch uh smallfoot like the next night or something we were sitting around we saw the wally the next morning and uh <laughs> i hadn't seen that before and that was actually pretty good i kind of enjoyed it, it. Yeah. yeah although it seemed like the um they had songs in it that oh. were just totally unnecessary interesting for a kids movie yeah it was kind of like they wrote the movie, and then they're like, oh, wait a minute, we forgot to put songs in here, so here's three or four songs, Huh? you know, but it was kind of funny. It was, you know, had its moment, and it entertained him. I want to say he stuck with it for about, it was an hour and like 15, 20 minutes. He stuck with it for about 45, okay. and then was like, okay. About when they brought James Corden in, he was done. <laughs> and this was after the As theater? most of us. No, no, that was here. Oh. He, we did, did I tell you guys that we took him to his first movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Toy Story 4. Right? Yeah. Did we talk about that here? We did not. Okay. We talked about it at a birthday party or oh, something. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So we did that um, the day after his birthday, or that, that Monday. We went and Labor saw, Day. Labor Day. We went and saw Toy Story 4 at the theater, and he did a really good job. Interesting. Like... We put him in the chair in between us and put a bucket of popcorn in front of him. And, like, he, like, was, like, watching the trailers and was all, like, good guy, bad guy, and daddy. And, and then the movie started, and he he recognized Buzz and Woody from watching. And he stayed with it until about 20 minutes left, and then he fell asleep. Oh, buddy. <laughs> and then he was done. He really is his uncle. <laughs> yeah. So he made it farther than you would have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised you made it through it all the way. Dude, I made it through it and Wally the next morning. I was <laughs> super. Impressive. Oh, dude, I was like two movies in a row. I got to keep this going. <laughs> Brian, you see anything uh, interesting lately? Well, I've been fortunate enough to like have to watch a whole lot of things sitting around in airports and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So let me let me go backwards. Okay. Last night, we decided to go see Hustlers. Oh, I'm how sorry. was it? <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. It was not what was to be expected, and probably a little, a little racier than I thought it would be. It's rated R, right? I didn't even check to see. What I'm it was sure saying. it is. I figured with J Lo behind we'll it would be it would be very PG-13, but it was a little more. It's about a bunch of con women strippers. Yeah. yeah. How can that be PG-13? And it's kind of a true story too, I guess. So. Oh. Yeah. So it was it was decent. It was all right. Sunday night, let's go watch a movie type of movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, were there boobies? Uh, yes. <laughs> a few. <laughs> a few. <laughs> boobies. Not as many. Like, they weren't like in-your-face boobies. Uh, but they no were, 3D effects? But they were in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch that one in IMAX? No, no CGI. Lizzo's titty. Wow. <laughs> uh, then, let's see. After, before that, then, I uh, stuck at the airport. I decided to watch the Matrix Trilogy. Jeez, you got through all three of them? <laughs> yeah. Christ. I was there for like 12 plus hours. That's rough. And the Animatrix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was really good. I mean, I actually, watching it again and just kind of, I don't know, just caught a lot of little things, even though I've seen those probably in and of themselves separately several times. I don't think I've really sat and watched okay, I had subtitles on. Okay. Like, especially when you get into like the whole, where the architect guys explaining everything and you can't hardly like 
put his words in your head fast enough to figure out what he's saying type of thing. Mm, uh, Apropos. Yeah, I was just able to, to figure it out. So, Henceforth. And subtitles. Yes. So it worked out. And then, uh, let's see, I watched The Dark Phoenix on the airplane. Thank God I didn't have to pay anything more than a plane ticket to watch that. Um, so how bad is it? It's not good. It's just not no good. No redeeming qualities at all. Is it okay? Let me ask you this: Is it worse than the Fantastic Four with uh, Miles Teller and Michael B? It's probably right there, maybe a little worse. Oof. Is it worse than Apocalypse? No, Apocalypse no. had some redeeming qualities. Very few. Yeah. Wait, so it's not worse than Apocalypse? So you're saying Apocalypse is a worse movie? But no, no, has- this is worse than Apocalypse. Okay. <laughs> Um, Apocalypse had hope because it was about Apocalypse. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and like trying to think back on it now, I'm like, I don't think Prof- Professor X really ever used his powers, or most of the other mutants. Is it was, worse than Last Stand that tried to tackle the yes, same thing? Yes, okay. Yes. Oh yeah, it's way worse than that. Last Stand is better than this movie. Yes. <laughs> Christ, it is not good. Uh, sorry, guys. It's not. Uh, and then I, wa- I don't know. I watched three or four other things on the flight thing that I can't remember now. Nothing. Nothing that really stands out. Yeah. I'm trying to th- things I think I've already seen once before. Usually I'll go through all of them and pick the ones that I want to see. Mm-hmm. I started to watch. Uh, I downloaded and. and brought with me to start to watch that uh bill murray and adam driver uh zombie oh, movie dead don't die dead don't die mm-hmm. i got about halfway through it that looks good had to stop oh really <laughs> that bad well i was falling asleep so i'm like i better just stop this and take a nap and then i'll come back to it but it was i'm hoping the second half <laughs> what you picks burning? up uh yeah like you said we went and saw it on friday and then i took uh my niece Mila to the New Fields uh, Art Museum, Indianapolis Art Museum, for their. They do a collaboration with Indie Film Fest where they, every other month, they do a thing called Serial Cinema and they show a, a kid's movie and you get like unlimited bowls of cereal. What'd you eat? I had, I had Cookie Crisp oh. and two bananas. It was pretty tasty. They nice. didn't have peanut butter Captain Crunch? They didn't. Nope. Aaron was, like, furious. My fiance works at Newfields now in the public program department. So this is kind of, like, one of her things. So we got free tickets, which was dope. And, uh, but, yeah, she was like, next time I come here, there better be some Reese peanut butter cups or puffs. So or explain the whole concept behind it. So it's, I mean, it's in their Toby Theater. You watch a kid's movie and eat cereal. Like on Saturday the, morning. On a Saturday morning. Every other, it's what, the second Saturday of every other month. Mm. And they just, you know, and they pick a movie and you watch it and they do a little talk at the beginning and they thank you at the end. And so it's all theater seating. But then in the front, they have those big love sacks. It's like the giant beanbag chairs. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. like, all the kids, like, a bunch of kids sit on there. And like Mila was loving it. She did. She made friends like as soon as we got there. Well, kids do that all the it's time. It's insane. Yeah. It, they have no. I don't know. They have no barriers. Where does that come from? 
How does it develop? Uh, people, I guess. society, your parents, those two little kids yeah. running down the street to hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, they don't, they have no qualms. Uh-uh. It's crazy. So yeah, she she made she made friends, and then so we yeah, but we watched Wally, and it was like I just I forgot I hadn't watched that movie in a good while. Mm. I just forgot like how good it was. Stand by, it's my uh, it's my favorite Pixar. Yeah, we've had the debate. Um, then outside of that, we're just I think we have like three or four more episodes of uh, happy endings to get through. We finished Glow season three. Enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot racier this season. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of boobies. I don't know that I've seen season two. Season two was pretty good. I watched well, season that one. two only like four months ago or something. Like no, mm-hmm. it was last summer because I watched right. it on the way home from Florida. Oh wait, is this season two? This is season three. Going to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Gina Davis is in it. She does a pretty good job. And it's like, you know that the um, Ruth and Debbie are the main characters. Mm-hmm. This this season they actually get into all the girls around them and. You know, they kind of have their own moments and stuff like that. Which is That's cool. how she does every TV show she does. That Genji Cohen. Yeah, it, it's not like how they did it on Orange is the New Black, where, like, each character got their own episode. Okay. It's not like that at all. It's kind of like they just let the other people shine in their own different ways. Gotcha. You know, it's like you could sit there and be like, okay, I can understand why she's talking about this, because she's right. She's always been blah, blah, blah. This. So. But anyway, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, let's check out the box office and see how we helped it. Chapter two this weekend. We did. As soon as this stupid thing loads. Did you forget to pay your internet bill? All right. This is, this is a new format. There we go. That's still not right. And that. <laughs> there. All right. So it chapter two remains at the number one spot, making thirty nine point six million this weekend. Um, total gross so far one hundred and fifty two point six, which is pretty good. Uh, Brian helped out Hustlers get the number two spot with a thirty three point one million. On a $20 million budget, they've already exceeded. 19 of that was J-Lo's. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Angel Has Fallen took the number three spot. I'm surprised by that. 4.4 million. Well, there was really nothing to see. So, I mean, it was... <laughs> yeah, this was a hard uh, fantasy movie league trivia. Er, week, it was a rough like, week, yeah. Which we can talk about now. Nice transition. Not for some of us. You know it was a rough week when. Who took that number one spot? G Bug, I think. Yeah. Again. Ginger crushing it. Oh my god. Hey, who's in last? I every fucking week. <laughs> I was like, sure, Hustlers is going to crush it. All the ladies out there. 
then I was like, Brittany runs a marathon. They're gonna love that one too, because it's always like that stupid indie movie that you pick six of that like gets you all the points. Didn't you pick Brian? Didn't you pick their suggested lineup? Because mm. swore this was their suggested. They have a suggested. I don't lineup? remember. Mm. I don't think so. Maybe. It was I was out west and therefore kind of time constrained and it was a last minute pick so I don't remember what I did. God damn it. Man, that is so irritating. Did she just beat she beat, ass beat in this me game. by five million? Where's our Where's our overall for the? Because we're only two weeks in. This right? is This was second week. Yep. Overall. So she's in first place. God damn it! I'm already twenty-two million behind. <laughs> I gotta pick up four million, six million. All right, got to start working harder on this one. Hey, if anybody else wants to dominate you at something that you brought up and suggested, how do they do that, Bernard? They could just send us a DM or text message or email or call us with their email address, and Brian can get you set right on we'll up. Send you an invite. This is kind of like, you know, this is like fantasy football for movies. Yeah, it really I is. I was thinking about the other day, I was setting my lineups for football, and I'm like, you know, maybe people can relate to this. Yeah. So if you like, you know, playing fantasy football and you like watching movies and you want to kind of make it the same thing fuck you ted sorry i had to make a quick <laughs> note <laughs> yeah we all heard it as you've mass scribbled on the bumpy table so anyway join our league kick my ass take ted down while you're at it i dare you to go get ginger you There's... still know you're number three in this league over like you know what i'm not last and i'm not i'm not 22 million behind <laughs> does it give us a lifetime you're 14 million behind me. Yeah, it just does it by the, uh, the, the, period. the seasons or whatever you want to call so it. So we're into our fall season, which is running 13 weeks. So it's still not too uh, yeah. late to get in and you can go on in. You could probably still uh, get above. Uh, probably still kick my ass. Probably still kick <laughs> so Brendan's still ass for the, Brendan. for the whole thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Moving on to some uh, new trailers. For future movies that we'll be able to pick, um, we got the Watchmen full trailer. Yes. After months of teasers and hot flashes, and I'm hanging on to my HBO subscription just for this. You it should. Starts in October. It starts October twentieth. Yep. For Regina Hall or Regina King. Ten twenty nineteen. Yep. Uh takes place after the movie yeah. but it has well, okay. nothing to do with it takes the place mo- after the comic, the comic this doesn't book. appear to have anything to do with the Zack Snyder movie okay This, I, to me it looks like it's well and from what I saw it's gonna actually take on the movie had nothing to do with the comic <laughs> correct okay well they changed quite a bit bit of things from the comic to the movie yeah uh, especially the big green ending. octopus <laughs> yeah um but this appears to follow the event of the comic and not the movie. Gotcha. So basically what it is is that there's this group known as the 7th Cavalry who holds Rorschach in high esteem and, like, repeats his, repeats his words and everything, and it's almost, like, biblical to him. 7th Cavalry is the cavalry that Custard commanded at okay. Custard's last stand. So they kind of put Rorschach in that role of Custard. 
Why? He's from New York. And this takes place in Tulsa, which is interesting because they're kind of like thinking that since whatever happened in New York, more people may probably migrated more towards the heart of the country mm. to get away from those uh, big city targets, big city targets and stuff like that. So anyway, the 7th Cavalry does a planned attack on all the police. Uh, it's like a home invasion attack and they kill like the majority of a police force. And so then the police start wearing masks and you see them with the yellow orange masks and um one of them is regina king's husband mm-hmm. and so she starts to become a masked vigilante she's working with don johnson who is judd crawford who was the police chief and then uh Lori blake who is the younger silk specter but the older version and this is all stuff we know i'm not spoiling anything no um so for movie people, it would have been Malin Ackerman. Right. The second and generation Silk Spectre. This yeah. confirms comedians are dad. But yeah, if she changed her last name to Blake. Right. So, Which is an interesting twist, though, because she hated him so much. Right. right why yeah. would you take his last name? But I think she did that to get away from being associated with her mom. With the Silk Spectre? Yeah. So she plays older version FBI agent who is kind of like stuck in the middle of all of this. Gene Smart. Gene Smart. Um, so basically everybody's wearing masks. You have the cavalry's wearing their Rorschach masks, which we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have heroes or if you want to call them heroes, but like uh, Tim Blake Nelson, his character is called detective looking glass. He's the one that's wearing that, um, chrome. mirror chrome looking mask. Um, goes into the pod with the guy or something. Right. And he kind of like does the questioning. There's a guy called red scare. You kind of see him real quick. He's, like, throwing somebody out of the back of a truck. Um, and then the um, it's like this whole thing's building up, kind of like the first one in a way, where something's going to happen to start a war, basically. And you get images of Jeremy Irons, who's playing Ozymandias. So you kind of think maybe he's pulling the strings from wherever he's at. Um, but you do get some of Owlman's tech. You see Archimedes. You see her... Regina King put on the goggles, the owl goggles. Did you see she's drinking from an owl mug? An owl mug, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like, I wonder, it would be kind of cool if um, he shows up kind of like her Dark Knight mentor mm-hmm. in a way. I don't know if that'll happen or not. But And then, you know, we still get the tease of Dr. Manhattan and how they're going to handle that. It hasn't really been said. So, But they do say that there is a 24-hour camera on him and on mars somebody's always uh watching him and interesting enough robert redford's in it and he's playing robert redford who becomes one of the most successful presidents in our nation's history like he becomes president after nixon is done running and if you know the comic nixon declares no term limits and goes on to be president like until he dies i think Mm -hmm. and has like this 20 year run as president or something like that i didn't know that he was in this Mm -hmm. but he is robert redford yes yeah he's playing himself so um looks interesting as all hell and i'm super excited for it and it looks to me like they're going to kind of like i don't want to say pace it slow but kind of like do a a slow boil which is cool with me Uh uh-huh because i think there's going to be a whole lot of like 
holy shit, did you see that? Or did you recognize this? That type of stuff. So I got time. We may have to cram the book in again. You own it, don't you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Then the next trailer we got was Midway, which is the new Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, what, uh, what's his name is or directing it? It's now? just the new Midway. Roland Emmerich. Roland Emmerich. Uh, but yeah, as Brian said, I did not know that this is a remake. I don't know if it's necessarily a remake, per se. There was a movie about it, like, 70s? exact same title it's got the same title i mean it's basically (laughs) the story so yeah yeah i mean if they've got the same title but it looks it looks interesting to me it looks like what pearl harbor should have been without all the dumb love story (laughs) bullcrap story in it the u.s winning (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly um but you got a pretty good cast in there you've got speaking of al man you've got uh Patrick patrick wilson um, Woody Harrelson Woody's in that. with blonde gray hair. Yeah, gray hair, so I'll yeah. I'll take that any day. Luke Evans, Ed Screens plays the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know him from Deadpool as Francis. Um, Ni- uh, what one of the, Nick Jonas? One of them. One yeah. of the Jonas. Yeah, the one that acts. Now. The one that wants to act. He's in it. Uh, Mandy Moore plays Ed Screens' husband. Looks good. I mean, the yeah. CGI effects of all the battles, planes, and stuff. And stuff really good. Yeah, it looks really. Well, it's, I think it's would be kind of cool because Pearl Harbor, and this is going to sound weird to say, but Pearl Harbor definitely definitely overshadows what happened at Midway. Like, well, cause Pearl Harbor happens and then first, this Midway. Happens. Yeah, and then Midway because if, if Japan gets Midway, then the West Coast is done. How? I island hopping. Okay. And it's basically the U.S. goes back takes what japan's trying to do and we turn it around on them once we get midway so so no okay i don't know not a big history buff well it gives them a place to to attack from gotcha where they can fuel up and get to the coast right and that's what they are trying pearl harbor well pearl harbor they're just taking out our fleet so that they could go on to midway gotcha so anyway uh, next trailer we got was the second uh, international trailer for Last Christmas, which is Flicks another great. <laughs> another British movie hyping their entire story around a musician's catalog. I think this looks awesome. It looks good. No, I think it'll be this is a good got, Christmas this, film. This has got me uh, with love actually anticipation. Oh, I don't think it'll be that good. Looks good. Yeah. Uh, Emily Clark plays a, a lady. Who apparently almost died a year before, and then she comes out of the death scare and is a terrible person <laughs> instead of <laughs> normally having the switch. And then she meets uh, Henry Golding. Golding, yeah. Golding. From Crazy Rich Asian, yeah. Asians. And uh, Emma Thompson is her mom. And she appears to be the screenwriter for this as well. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and then you know love happens, and... Everybody gets all Christmassy and feeling good. And directed by Paul Feig, 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 who did Bridesmaid and a bunch of the Office episodes and mm-hmm. the Ghostbusters and um, the All Girl Ghostbusters, the All Girl, the Lady Ghostbusters. 
Um, yeah, I think it looks pretty good. I mean, yeah. And apparently Christmas is, like, on another level in London and England, and I guess, in general. Really? Yeah, where it is, like, they go all out for the entire month. Huh. Like, the crap that you see, like, out in the streets and stuff like that, and, like, you know, in Love Actually, where everything's crazy, and, the yeah, that's, like, actually how it is. Cool. And so, like, there's, like, like the, the Christmas number one is a big deal. I don't know if it still is, but back then it was, and so, It's yeah. so weird. Did you some, like... I don't feel like we hear anything about that. Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice. It, it, it's, I don't know. It kind of seems like more on a grounded level than the way we do our holidays here. So right. they get the Christmas decorations at Lowe's at, like, July? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think they have Lowe's, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's a lose. That's in France. Uh... <laughs> Where the pyramid is. <laughs> it's the Louvre. The Louvre. They go to the Home de Pas. The Home de Pure. Uh, and then the last trailer we got was Bad Boys for Life, the third installment in the Bad Boys series. And Does it looks this mean like this is going to be the last one, or they're just going to keep making more? I think knows? this is it. I think this is it, though. This given is for life. <laughs> given the fact that Martin Lawrence seems like he's done dressed busting up drug dealers in Dude. Miami but he is I'm not gonna, looking like he's a cop anymore I'm wondering if he's wearing the um, Big Mama Big suit, Mama suit. <laughs> uh, yeah so he's he, he, he looks a little chubby he's kind of wanting to retire they did a lot of camera trick angle things to, so you don't actually see his body but then there are some that are so gratuitously like a horrible angle which I think they're probably doing to you know, emphasize how out of shape and old he is compared yeah. to, you know, Will Smith, who looks like a golden god. Still, right, so. still busting ass. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, will I go see it? Absolutely. I love oh, this yeah? kind of, I love these kind of movies. You know me, I'm good for a popcorn gut buster night. Um, I mean, do you have any reservations about it? Are you not excited? No, I mean, the second one was meh yeah. in the realm of things. But this one looks fun. I mean, Joey Pants is back as their yep. chief. He's He crushes it always. Um, and, I mean, it looks like they're having definitely having fun with it. So, uh, Is this uh, Michael Bay? I don't know. It didn't seem like they... Or if it did, it happened too fast and I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see his name plastered all over the screen right. seven times. Uh, but he did do the first two, right? Yeah. Or was he just producer on the second one? No, I think he did uh, the first one. The, sorry, direct both of them. Bad Boys 2. Even better. That's right. Except without Tay Leone. Gee, Gabrielle Union. She's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that'll wrap. I and mean, we've had obviously we've had some other trailers throughout the two weeks, but we can't go through all of them. I was trying to think: was there anything during it that was substantial? The Birds of Prey. Yeah, we got that tra- that teaser really quick. And then the new uh, Christopher Nolan one. Oh, with uh, Michael B. or uh, John, uh, John David Washington. Yeah, that looked. I mean, like I. I- Tenet, intrigued right yeah yeah but he's like the big thing around that is that he's not releasing it online so it's like you have to go to the movie theater if you wanted to see it 
Oh, the trailer? Yeah. Hmm. And, like, the same reason why, like, you can't find the Birds of Prey one online. Like, they're doing that. Because it was, I mean, it was a, it was based around it, too. Yeah. Like, it comes up and she's, you know, it does, like, the wah, 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 and, like, got the the... red balloons. And Mm -hmm. she comes out and says she's a fucking sick of clowns. So... All right, we'll move on to the nerd news. Mortal Kombat is becoming another movie. You didn't know about this? <laughs> I didn't. I had no idea. And yeah, this I... one looks like they're they're like taking it serious and they're we've had what, putting the two right movies. Three, three, three. Yeah. What was the third one? Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat three. Back to the Bank. I don't know. <laughs> there was the first one and then Annihilation. Yeah, I thought they did a third one that may have been like direct to video or something. Maybe. I haven't seen that one. But I mean, they're casting, you know, relatively well known names and in that world, you know, and whatnot, so. Interesting. Yeah, I had uh, no idea. So who do we got here? Joe Toslim is Sub Zero, Judy Lynn is Liu Kang. Jessica McNamee as in, uh, Sonya Blade. 2011, we had a Mortal Kombat legacy. There uh, you go. Josh Lawson as Kano. Tadanobu Asano as Raiden. Oh, McCad Brooks. That's Jimmy Olsen in Supergirl. Yeah, Your I don't boy know. James Wan's producing. Oh, all right. You know Sweet. I'm there. You know they'll have some sort of underwater scene sure. involving cars going really fast. <laughs> In space. <laughs> In space. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I had no idea about that. And this is like a, like a actual movie theater, not some yeah. straight to DVD. Yeah, or they're trying to PlayStation know, re- relaunch the whole series. Interesting. Okay. Well, count me in. You know I'm there. As long as they... Uh, even come close to the soundtrack of the first one. Uh, dude, you can't beat that soundtrack. <laughs> dude, that was so fucking good. Soundtrack of the mid-90s. Um, that should be another topic. Soundtracks? Yeah, that just... Just BS. Better than the movie. Blade 2. Uh, and then we got... Uh, so they on the announcement of them releasing the Infinity Saga collection to buy... Um, they released a never-before-seen cut footage from Iron Man 1 where when Nick Fury goes to talk to uh, Tony Stark at the first stinger, yeah, he the mentions... Yeah, credits for Iron Man 1. He mentions radioactive accidents. No, or gamma, gamma accidents, things. radioactive bug bites, and other mutant assortments. Right. And he has to deal with this playboy who doesn't want to share his toys. toys. Yeah. And so it was just, it was cool because it was like the first mention. It would have been the first mention of Spider-Man, Spider-Man and the mutants and not yeah. calling them uh, Inhumans. Inhumans, yeah. yeah. Which is how they've tackled it. It's just another take of that scene. Exactly, so. yeah. But it was, I mean, it's cool. It's like a literal 15 second scene. Yeah. But it was Nick. F- I mean, it was what they filmed in 2008. So they've definitely had it. Well, I mean, they were trying then. Yeah, they've definitely had global domination on their mind. Speaking of fucking up comic properties, 
Yeah. Uh, Joe Russo sends a warning to Sony about Spider-Man and essentially how tough it was to originally get him into Civil War. And he said, you know, him and Anthony were talking about just how how painful and how painstaking it was to get or to deal with Sony to actually be able to get. He said that, but at the same time, he was talking about like all the great people at Sony and Disney that made all of this well, come together, and then like how hard it was to work with them. So they weren't surprised that it eventually fell through. And like how Kevin Feige had to pull it together in like the eleventh hour to get him because the Russos like desperately wanted Spider-Man for Civil War, yeah, which was like the catalyst of it. But I thought that was interesting that they <laughs> he gave that. Fuck, I forgot to bring that up because I heard about that this weekend. Disney Plus has been released over uh, in Norway or some shit. Yep. And they have all of the classic Marvel cartoons. Oh, sweet. So, like, the 90s Spider-Man, Why X-Men. did they release it there before? It was a US. test run. It was a yeah. test run, yeah. It was for free. But and they, they had the entire the catalog of all of that. They got um, the X-Men, the Spidey. They said it was essentially uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Uh, is that Iceman and Firestar? Yeah, is Ice that Iceman and, and Firestar? Yeah. Oh God, I remember. Oh God. Um, every Saturday. They said it was. They said essentially everything was on there except for X-Men Evolution, but that could still be considered a WB property. Mm-hmm. But damn it, if that wasn't a good fucking X-Men shit, like that was definitely right up there with Uncanny X-Men. Um. In that, did you see that C trailer, the Momoa Apple Plus show? Uh, no, I did not watch it. No. It, it looks pretty good. Does it? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, cool. Well, that'll do it for the nerd news this week. We'll move on to our main topic. A couple weeks ago, I don't know if you boys remember or not, but we met some famous people, bought some comic books, and had some pop signed. We did. We did go to a little thing called Indiana Comic Con. Yep. Some of us went all three days. Some went all three days. Some had a bagel on the last day. It was going to be a short day anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We got some shit done, though. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> In a quick fashion. Uh, I have to say, I think this year, I think the Labor Day weekend hurt it. More so than on being on Easter weekend for some reason, but... Because nobody gets Monday or Friday off. That's true. But, uh, yeah, it just did not seem as... The, the first thing I'm going to take away from it did not seem as crowded as years past. No, on any day. On any day. Friday, Friday was a fucking dust storm. Yeah. Sunday was like, I don't know, maybe Friday's high. Not that, I don't know. I didn't think that many people on Friday. I think Sunday was higher, but, I mean, yeah, Friday was a definite ghost town. Yeah. Um, cause we didn't have to wait for anything, anything. on Friday. No. We went, we went to the first thing we did was the Alan Oppenheimer, uh, Q and a, which there was like 20 people in maybe. Yeah. I mean, was. and that was like his only Q and a for the entire show. Yeah. So I felt bad for him. He, they probably should have done him. Like he probably would have had a bigger crowd on Saturday, Man. but then we went and got his autograph and he was a nice dude. It. I gotta say, he was probably the highlight for me for Comic Con and yeah, happened on Friday first thing. He was just super cool and super, like, interacted with you and really seemed to care about 
what you had to say. And well, what, he made sure like the water bottles and stuff were out of your picture. Yeah, because yeah. I ended up getting a picture you. with him, like a, a selfie there at his autograph station. And then, like, you know, I brought in those reissued figures that were boxed, and he was like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. And, like, try to, you know, play, play or try to take it. Like, his, <laughs> yeah. one of his, his people were talking about if they his come goons. across any old He-Man figures to let them know. And, like, I had, the, I had one. You had, Brendan had one. Well, it was yours, me, I had. Right, yeah. to have signed. And he's like, he says, who do I sign this for? And you go, well, it's for Ted. And then, because he had already signed mine. Yeah. And he's he goes, like, really? You both are named Ted? <laughs> he looked at me, he's like, really? You're doing two? And I'm like, well, yeah. So. <laughs> and then you got a, a picture sign, Brian. Yeah. And he was like, do I sign this to Ted's brother? <laughs> <laughs> so. He was really cool. I mean, which one did you get? You got the I got one? the one with the Transformers, okay. the four characters, the four Transformers he did. He was super cool. He was really nice. And I think for I like, didn't realize how how far his voice reached. I guess. Oh yeah. Well, not just the voice, but I, I was surprised at some of the things that I like. I can remember seeing him in those show, those movies and shows back in the day. Not realizing who he was. Not realizing yeah. who he was. Yeah, you know, it was the same so, thing. Seeing, seeing his younger stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen him before. Yeah. And then... It was kind of... I did ask him about the new Masters of the Universe Kevin Smith's doing, and he said he hasn't hasn't been contacted yet about anything. Right. But I also listened to Fat Man on Batman, and, like, they just submitted a script for episode three. So it's like, I don't think they've right. done any casting yet. Doubtful. I mean, because they've got, like, two years worth of animation to do i thought like so. i thought this thing was like popping off like next year no it'll be a minute yeah um so it could happen. i think it'll be cool if they were able to get them involved somehow but i have a suspicion that it probably hurts his throat or his voice or something to do those voices because he wasn't doing it unless you were paying for it because like you could pay him to do a voicemail, voicemail or, or some something shit. like that so yeah, he whipped out a lot of voices in his, in his talk over and stuff he and did but he didn't do the Skeletor voice Mm-mm. you gotta pay for that one you gotta pay for Rock that Rock Eater's not so bad right yeah I mean and, and the, the, the never ending story uh, story about him yeah. and like oh yeah hey just do one more yeah, for also us about or, how he okay, got how totally about you do fucked over for that <laughs> he got hired to do Falcor and then the guys were like oh well we've got another character if you want to give that one a swing okay cool uh, do you just want to do the narrating over the final scene <laughs> that'd be great but I mean it was, it was messed up because he said that he only did Falcor twice and like the first day they were like oh that's good and he's like eh, wait a minute and he came back a second day. They flew him over to Denmark, right? Yeah. For it. and Or Austria. Austria. And then he does it the second time, and that's what's in the movie. And then you, they hit him and up and like, oh, hey, can you do like these? Four more voices. Yeah. But, I mean, he did fucking Rock Fighter. Like, oh, he crushed. Oh, oh dude, yeah. <laughs> when he put that out, like, out of nowhere, it was just like, I mean, he sent goosebumps <laughs> so like, all over you. You're just like, oh, my God. Um, yeah. Now, in the complete opposite end of the spectrum would have been Carol Spinney. Good God. Um, who, <laughs> that if people was don't know, a damn travesty. He did Big Bird forever, like from the beginning, and Oscar the Grouch from the beginning. And Brian, you got his autograph. Yeah, I did. And I went up there with you, and it... Swear to God, it looked like Weekend at Bernie's, man. It, he had oh, on these, had, like, glasses. Like, two people holding him up on either side and picked him up by his by his belt and repositioned the seat every once in a while. And Like, 
put the pin in his hand and like started his hand well, and to then sign. He, he always he always dots his signature with a red eye, right. a red dot on his eye. So like his wife pin. had to do that. Yeah. She goes, okay, I'll do your dot for you. And you know, to think that like it it was what two years ago that he, he announced retired? his retirement. Yeah, I don't. There's no way he was doing a whole lot up until that point. I mean, unless he took, like, a real quick 180 health-wise, like... Who knows? He may have. I mean... Two years is a long time when you're 152. Maybe he was one of those guys who shouldn't have quit work, you know? Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. True. But he... Yeah, I mean... It was just... I mean, it was, it was glasses, sad. glasses, couldn't see his eyes. It was sad. Sad. Yeah, he didn't really talk. Didn't talk at all. At all. It was... I don't know. I... We talked about it there. It felt bad. Like, is this actually going towards him, or is this like a money grab for his wife and kids? Because there was like four people at his thing, yeah, yeah. but I guess he did they were require all some immediate family. And then and what, what were they talking about? The trash can lid. Well, they had the they trash would, can lids yeah. there that he had previously signed in 2017. So it was like you know, Oscar Grouch sized trash can lid signed by him. Uh, but they were wanting 250 bucks for him at least. Yeah, and they're but like, the, then the guy said something interesting about. He's they, like, we'll come back Sunday. And well, maybe he says we can. that even if you brought your own in, he's not able to to sign these anymore. Like he was only signing, signing pictures. the pictures. pictures. Yeah, that's that's how his, that's how it came across to yeah, me. Yeah, his yeah. signature was small, concise, little hand movements. I mean, so it, it's some. I'm glad I helped his family out. I'm glad I got his and I got it signed on some of his original art. Yeah, yeah. which was cool of his own. So that yeah. was even better than some of the other stuff I thought. But that was yeah, that was. Sad. Yeah, because you 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 had really no feel for the guy. Mm-mm. Besides, yeah, you weren't going to get to know him or, any, or yeah. get a yeah get a sense of what kind of person he is or anything. Which I'm sure he's great, but but uh, and then uh, we did some walking around. Yeah, Friday we did kind of a lay of the land, and then we uh, we got out of there probably about a half hour before it closed down. I think we got like was it we missed like one. The last row, and then we had to come back the next morning. Yep, and we did. And we got uh, there super early, and then we got uh, we got, we got pulled into our own line. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got there, and Ted and I are back up against like the bathroom or the, the halls, and they were like, "Oh, hey, you two, come up here and just come to the front of the line. We're going to start a new one with you." <laughs> so we were like, uh, "Tight," because we were going straight for Ron Perlman's line, and being back there, you can you know because everybody's going to run. <laughs> right. And uh, well, and then some people showed up late and he, got the benefit. Then got the benefit of, of us, our, our luck. But he did haul ass. To he get did in line. Book <laughs> shit, yeah. So Brian immediately, despite everyone like, saying, "Walk, walk, walk, walk I'm <laughs> walking." <laughs> You're halfway through the convention floor. You're like, "Okay, I'm gonna walk now." Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, "Go." Grayson's like, "What are we doing?" I'm like, "Run!" <laughs> so we got in there, and we were probably like, "What, like?" Third or fourth? Yeah, after well, we were like the handicap. We were right behind front. the handicap the people that they brought in ahead of time. Yeah, but you guys were four or five people we behind find, us, yeah. so we looped back to hang out with you guys. And then you both got Ron Perlman's autograph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had him. It was uh, it was pretty funny because I had my David Harbor one from the year before, <laughs> with him <laughs> saying it was going to be all right. And so I, you know, I had him sign that pop because I wanted him to sign it as well. And he, like, he took it, and he was, like, looking at it, and he was, like, who the fuck signed this? <laughs> who and I was, no, he said, who the fuck signed my pop? Who the fuck yeah. signed my pop? 
And I was like, uh, I had David Harbour sign it last year. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he was like, get this stuff. I thought you were going to have these guys fucking vetted. And he was just yeah. going off. It was so funny. Well, that was like the most communicative he was. Uh, yeah. And it, because he was kind of like older, sluggish. He was a lot more fragile than I thought yeah, he would be. Yeah, he was a little bit more lurchy yeah. than yeah. I thought. And squishy. Squishy. Because he shook our hands. I expect, I expect That's a, what we've said I to everybody. like a hand-crushing handshake. Oh, like a big, guy, right? like, fucking... Oh, yeah, like, like with callus and everything. Yeah. And everybody we've told is like, it's he's really squishy. They're like, what the hell, squishy? It, I mean, it did. It felt like a fucking Halloween well, it was that, prop. It was that short reach handshake too where you don't get a full hand yeah, so it's it was like just the, like right here you yeah. know a little proper woman the handshake <laughs> sorry ron and he, i mean you thought he was a lot shorter yeah, yeah. he's yeah. only like an inch or two taller than me he's six yeah. one so he's just a little shorter than me yeah but yeah he's definitely not as big but as i, I expected a six four six three kind of a guy yeah, you know yeah. yeah i guess he is getting up there but i mean seth 69 mm-hmm. uh but he was a he was a riot I had a good time. You had him, him sign your pop, and He's, yeah. he played. He had a good. He played against that. Yeah. And then what? You had him sign a statue or the a bust? bust. I had him sign a bust. So what do you say about that? Because his signature looked a little shaky. His signature was a little shaky anyway. It, his signature looks like his signature on everything else. Okay. It wasn't. I didn't know. It wasn't it was like it was real different. Um, he looked at it. He was like, eh. And I didn't want to go in the whole. You know, because I got that did the Kevin Conroy bust last year. Mm-hmm. Then I did this bus, so, and they're the same size. So I was like, "Well, yeah, let's let's start a thing." Yeah, yeah. And then Grayson had him sign a bank. That yeah, was the, the he, had the, he had the 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 fist bank. Had him sign that, and but uh, yeah, all in all, good guy. His panel was PG thirteen, but uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> it was not PG thirteen. No, you're only allowed to say fuck once in PG thirteen. So uh, yeah. Like he, he definitely crossed that threshold. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, you brought your fucking kids? Sorry, <laughs> they're gonna have to fucking hear it some." I mean, yeah. He's, he's, Saturday was his only day, so he had like a very book schedule. He did yeah. the signings and the. Um, he the did pictures. the signings, and then he did pictures, and then it was the panel, and then more signings. And, uh, and his panel was pretty good. Pretty good crowd in there, and a lot of Hellboy questions. Yeah. Um, trying to think if there was anything he talked about missing out on cable. He, yeah, he was. I thought was interesting. Not happy about that. Um, but I don't know if he could handle it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, at this point. Let's see. He talked about working with Sigourney Weaver. Now, how, how did he thought that was pretty cool? <laughs> he basically yeah. go, "It's Sigourney Weaver." <laughs> it yeah, he like, said it's Ripley. Ripley. It's Ripley. Because yeah, at that point, yeah, she's she's not Sigourney Weaver. It's Ripley. Um. Yeah, it was Talked a little bit about Sons of Anarchy, which he was pretty big on. Trying to remember any other thing from him. He talked a little bit about Beauty and the Beast because there was that weirdo lady that... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, my cheerleading squad all... Wanted to be (laughs) whacked off. Rubbed off on... Uh, and then like, we oh, got we got what? out of that. We got, Chicago more often. We got lucky because uh, we got out of that and went back to the floor, and Michael Rooker was still signing. Mm-hmm. With next to no one in line. Right, and we were going to do that. We had planned to do that on Sunday, but we were like, well, hell, let's it. go get in line. So we did that uh, on Sunday, and he was pretty cool. He just, uh, talked to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. very, like, personable as well. Yeah, yeah. Coming, behind, up. yeah coming yeah. out from behind. And- I mean, and he... <laughs> Oh, definitely was doing some cocaine. <laughs> For there sure. There was something keeping him awake. Because yeah. 
we got his autograph, and then it was like what a half hour later his panel, panel? started. No, it was like ten minutes after. Was that. it? Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Because that's why we were we weren't sure if we were going to be able to get in there. Because we were like, oh, the line will probably be long, but we got over right. there and it was yeah, that's true. Six deep. Um, I had him sign the Mallrats book that I've got signed by Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Which was Legit- a riot. I wanted him to sign it like on the inside, and he was just like, fuck it. Cool, got the book, signed the front. Big blue paint marker right across the front, and it was like, okay, this is going to take a minute to dry. You had him sign. The you, Mary- okay, you bought a Mary Poppins pop. I bought the, yeah, the actual Mary Poppins pop. It was the first run one that they did. Which. Because none of the Yondu pops us, I was excited about. Between us. Fucking brilliant idea, yeah. man. Such well, a good idea. But then he had the better idea. He did. So I didn't I didn't have anything for him to write. I was just like, I thought it'd be funny for him to sign that one. Yeah. And so we were chit-chatting, and he, he, signed, it, and he start- signed it, and I started to walk away. He's like, oh. He goes, hey, get back over here. And I was like, okay. And then he, like, takes it and starts, like, looking at it and flipping it around. And just takes his fucking big blue paint pen and is writing on the side of it. And he goes, here you go. And gave it back to me, and I was like, oh, thanks. And I looked on it, and it says, I'm Yondu, y'all, real big on the side of it, which I thought was pretty good. That's yeah, funny. That, that's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. And then, then his Q&A was a literal did, Coke train. Did you have something I got signed? that black and white Yondu picture. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and he signed it, like, right along the, the Right angle. along the outside of it in the blue mark. It's a really sharp. It's one of my favorite, like, signed pieces. Like, it's yeah, real yeah, pieces looking. there. It's cool. Yeah, he made it look really cool. But then his panel. But uh, did Grayson have something signed by him too? I don't, I don't think so. Think so. Okay. But yeah, so then we get to his panel, and oh no, we got his ya- Grayson had Yandu. He, he did. Sign. Yeah, yeah Yandu pop sign. Yeah, that's right. I remember now. We get over to his panel, and we get relatively decent seats, which didn't matter anyway because that dude was literally all over the place. All over the entire floor. He came out, did not sit down. No. And what do you remember her name? I cannot remember her name, but she's the she's the owner of All oh Yeah Comics up in Muncie, Indiana. And she does a lot of the panel moderation. Mm-hmm. And she tried to get him to sit down and answer a few questions, and he was like, nope. He picked up the wireless microphone and just went running into the audience. Well, well the, not yeah, before he first tried to pick her up I was and take her say, home. He, tried to, like, <laughs> he did nothing but yeah. ball bust and sidestep every question that... Because normally they do like the to get the conversation going. Right, well, yeah. they put you know they line people up at the microphone, and he... Avoided that line like the plague, because he was just because they were all lined up and she was like, okay, let's start doing questions, and he was like, cool, fuck it, see ya, jumped down off the stage and just went into the crowd and right. was making people asking questions that had didn't even want to talk to him. <laughs> they were just like, huh? He was uh, fondling uh, babies. Y- Yondu. Was... <laughs> Until... I thought it was great, and he ended up like right next to us. Yeah, to the <laughs> point where he made the the guy who was first in line. Barely got his question off. <laughs> yeah, he was oh, yeah. the very last one to ask the question. And he was first in line. Yeah. And then. Yeah, he picked up that three year old and was like running down the. Well, he's the, like, all right, the, cool. The he's tired was, now. The kid was crying and he's like, what's wrong? And the mom said, oh, he wants to run. He's like, oh, you want to run? Let's run. Yeah. And then they start running up and down the aisles and. And is I mean, I'm tired. Thought, all right. I mean, you know, for being as coked up as he was, I thought he handled it pretty good. He did great. And it was like people would ask questions. They're like, so, like, how was it working on Guardians? He's like, it's great. Next. Next. Yeah. <laughs> like, no I mean, stories, no nothing. Yeah, he was just very and blunt into it, it. If anybody wants to see it, I, I started the videotape at the beginning. I started video. Oh, I was taking some pictures up because we were so close. And I started started doing the run in the video because it looked those. like he was going to do something pretty funny. 
and then I couldn't stop because I was afraid I was going to miss something completely <laughs> yeah. hysterical or tragic or <laughs> or inappropriate. Yeah, it just seemed like this is a train wreck and this is because he, he was he was kind of hitting on some of the um, younger cosplayers. <laughs> yeah, some questionably aged cosplayers. Well, he took somebody's Harley Quinn mallet and was going to bash somebody over so, the head and with, and it. with it. And then, <laughs> yeah, because he talked about how big of a pussy Glenn was. Yeah. yeah. He was like, fuck that. I wouldn't have gone out that like, way. just run. Yeah. He goes, yeah. Because yeah. he gave it to the oh, yeah lady. And yeah. he was like, act like you're going to crush my skull in. And he's like, nope. And he just starts <laughs> running. <laughs> It um, was bananas. But yeah, he sidestepped like any other question somebody or any question that somebody was trying the to voice work for it. And then it was like two days later he was filming Fast Nine. Yeah, in London. He was going off to do that. Which fuck um, yeah. He didn't say anything about Suicide Squad, which he's gonna be in. He's gonna yeah. Um But yeah, definitely um He was a mile a minute. For sure. And then let's see, after that, what did we do? We took a moment to recover. Yeah, we got some lunch, and then... And then I think the Ron Perlman was after... No? No, Ron Perlman was before. Yeah, we did Ron the uh, Jim Oh, we Starlin. did the, the Jim Starlin one, which which was great. I really liked it. We were sitting up front, and it was him and... Um, um, Joe Joe Rubenstein. Joe and it was good, but Jesus Christ, people. I just, it was like. It was infuriating because people were asking stop them. Stop letting your parents or your <laughs> children. Well, there was the one guy who asked, what, three questions that were Three separate times he asked irrelevant. a question and they were all about the movie. Right. And it was like. Oh, no, yeah, but then he is like, why did you write out. Spy-? It was something like. Why did he have nothing Iron to man? That he had nothing to do with. Yeah. Why did Iron Man die? I don't know. <laughs> didn't write I mean, and he was just like, yeah. I mean, he did. I think he did a very admirable, admirable job answering those questions and like not being a complete jerk about it. But like after a while, you're gonna be like, okay, people, I had no, you know, they used my comic as a source. I, had, right. I did not write this or anything. Um, but definitely, uh, Rubenstein, I think was feeling overshadowed by yes oh dude well like the moderator was the oh yeah chick again and she i mean everything was a gym this a gym that and it was just like oh yeah i guess joe is over here and then when she asked him a question she like didn't even let him finish his answer (laughs) yeah um but nothing groundbreaking with that i mean no i mean they talked about they talked about the old days and yeah I one thing that I think Brian, you talked about this. He said he can't. He's not drawing anymore because he had a accident with his hand. Compressed and a, air accident. Compressed, compressed air. air. I'm like, somebody should ask him to go in, go into details about that. Yeah, nobody. Definitely nobody asked about it. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty busy Saturday. We were yeah. there a good chunk. Then you and I went over to the ball game. Well, and then I so I got my first. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your uh, my first artist blank, guy. Blank cover. Yeah. Because um, you were on a mission for that this year. Yeah, because I'd always wanted to do one, but I could never find anybody. And then when I would find people, it's like it would take too long, and they what like was wouldn't his be. Name? Bu- he was great, just um, as a person and personable, and really Gre- liked his art. I got several of his Star Wars pieces. Uh, Greg Schmidt is his Schmitz name. And giggles. And Schmidt and Giggle is his Instagram handle. If you want to check his stuff out, and actually the first two posts on his page or my comic book that he did because initially on friday i went back and 
or Friday I had him do it, and I was like, oh, yeah, it would be kind of cool in pencil. And then uh, I had some Well, you had, you had quite the uh, journey trying to find something for him to sign. Yeah, so Friday I had found him, and I was like, yep, this is it. Brian bought all of those pieces, and it was really cool. And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, you know, Teen Titans is my jam, so I'd really like to try to find one. And he had one. But it was from the New 52 Titans, and that series run was just not my cup of tea. And so I was like, all right, let me, like, you know, I'll hunt around the con real quick and see if I can find anything. And I ended up finding a Young Justice one. And so I thought it would be even funnier if he, like, crossed out Young Justice at the top and, like, wrote Teen Titans and had him do Cyborg and Beast Boy. And so he did it in pencil, but then it was like I got to flipping through his stuff that night. And it was just way too clean. And so we went back. <laughs> oh, you went back and hey, man. We've been back Sunday, yeah, and I had him ink it out for me. And I felt like that's what you should have done in the first place. I've not yeah. seen it since then. You said so his I, style kind of reminds you of the Clone Wars cartoon? Yeah, like Genity Tartoffs. Well, yeah, a lot of his stuff is real close to Clone Wars. Like the piece I was going to have the Obi-Wan voice actor sign. Yeah. It, it, it's, it looks so much like his. I mean, he, he seems like a cross between that and a little bit of Nooligan. Yeah. Um... And it was just, yeah, he's just a really, really talented artist and potential future guest on this podcast. So, oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey, we, talk, we talked to him on Sunday if he'd be interested in he doing an interview. He was, he's like, like, he was all up for it. Yeah, he's like, fuck yeah. He's like, I've done it before. It's like, yeah. I'd be more than happy to Skype in or something. So maybe we can actually put your laptop to learn speak use. Sure thing. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and he was, he was really cool about it. He was just like, yeah, just kick me the 10 bucks it would have been to do the ink and... I'll do it. I was like, all right, cool. I like you threw some color in. So, yeah, he does, yeah. Like, for those kind of books, he does, like, all the black outline, but it's, like, that, yeah, little pop I was going color. through stuff I got from him. Like, I got some, the first day, I got some, like, the postcard-sized prints of things that he had done because mm-hmm. I was going to send a postcard off to a couple people. And and then uh, the next day, notice he had, like, he just does random notebook drawing in those, you know, just notebook pages and rips them out. Oh, really? Is what that was on. Okay. And so, and he had a few Star Wars ones up, up and I'm like, oh, I like this one, and He's like, well, I got some other ones. He pulls them out, and I'm like, oh, and I like this one. I like this one. He's like, I'm gonna pick like six, and we'll call it even at this price. And I'm like, sure. Did you go back to get your skeleton thing? My skeleton thing. The tauntaun with the skeleton in it. My skeleton thing with the tauntaun in it. Yes, I did. Okay. You did okay. That's yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't remember if you went back and got that or not. I've been like, yeah, almost did. That would have been like Brendan in his Wonder Woman bathroom <laughs> incident, <laughs> dude. Still so pissed about that. Uh. Yeah, you found a lot of artwork this year. Yeah, Mr. Like. I'm not buying anything that goes on a wall anymore. <laughs> well, I did get most of the stuff I got was small. Smaller things I could do things with. They were all, really, they, most everything was... Postcard size. Postcard size <laughs> or maybe a little bit bigger. That I could maybe put in one frame, you know, several things. But uh, the bigger one I got was that I'd looked at him, his art in the past. Uh, the, uh, the skeletal structure underneath. And so, like, one of his ones I saw last year that was really cool was the profile of Kermit. Kermit. But the skeletal structure is a hand. Yeah. A human hand. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. And then, so this one's this Tauntaun, but it has Luke. It's a skeleton. It's got the, like, well, it's got the total skeleton. Yeah. But of, then you also have the Luke human, in the tummy. The human skeleton <laughs> in the tummy. So, really like that. So, that was uh, that was cool. Um, then you bought uh, another creature head from... Yeah, and I got another thing from Epoch, or what's his name? Epoxy 5. Epion 5. Epion, Epion 5, 5, yeah. Epochs from Matrix. Yeah. So I got, yeah, that one's cool. The new one I got this year was Frankenstein, and is the atomic Frankenstein, so it's this kind of cool glow-in-the-dark orange. Mm-hmm. 
And he puts them like he he's now putting like a like an acrylic or a epoxy over the top. Yeah, a big thick layer of epoxy or whatever, so it makes it look really deep and shiny and almost want to make him you gotta get those redo my other Halloween. one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're already set out to go up for Halloween, so. And you found that the lady that did the, uh, what do you call those masks? The I found another lady that's doing the same kind of take on the old, uh, the old uh, vacuum form mask, you know, Halloween yeah. costume mask art. Oh, uh, yeah, they got a name. Yeah. Uh, hair. It's not a Harry Housen, right? <laughs> I like I said Ed Hardy. Um,. Something like that. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of the guy's yeah. name that started it. But anyway, she did. She had a really cool print that she'd done of the creature. Pretty expensive this he year. Got, yeah, he jumped up this year. Yeah. Which, I mean, rightfully so. He's probably getting ready to... He's definitely a Mount Rushmore of comic creators. Ready to retire, so... And then, let's see, Sunday you and I went back, and we just dug into books. We just dug all day, and I found two... I got the entire Daredevil Yellow run. I found all of the... Were Angels Fear to Fly series of uh, Green Arrow, which is where he dies. Mm. Um, but the cool thing was, so. Bless you. Sneeze right now. <laughs> uh, issue 101 is the one directly after that, and that's the issue that he dies in. Mm. And the place that we went, which is like the mecca of organized comic books. Okay, yeah. Did you tell him about this? I did. Okay, so you remember when we were walking, and then there was the comic stand. It was, like, on the right-hand side where I pointed out to you a Star Wars that we could just barely see the corner, but it said, do not touch. Oh, yeah, do not touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was part of theirs. The rest of it was across the aisle, and it was probably, I don't know, 25 tables worth of stuff put together. And it was, like, this is how you fucking organize comics, people. I mean, it was by issue year everything was characters sub sub genre it was like, like if you were if we were standing there it would have been like right behind you you would have had oh. to turn around like yeah. it would have been on your back because but it was three it's like three sets of tables yeah all of them completely full there was shit on top, top. of those tables yeah i mean it was just it was and i mean it was immaculate. we went through there and got books and we're like who the hell do we pay? Oh. Because she's across the aisle. And we're just standing there like money in hand, comics in hand going. Uh, and she's like, hey, come over here. Yeah. And we're like, is this yours? And she's like, yeah. It's like, holy <laughs> crap. But I mean, like money. you said, dude. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure she gets She robbed. got ripped. She oh, had yeah. to have. Because there was like sections of like those tables that yeah. somebody could walk up and just be like. Because they didn't have anybody over at that. Working it. Over at that area. She was all by her rightfully so like four hundred dollar books but still it's just like damn like i wonder how many issues get jacked here but i mean compared to like some of those stands where it was just like They're here's just like fucking here's thrown. random comic books no in, bags no boards in just random orders thrown. i mean even comic carnivals well, i was like that's what drives me nuts man. about that sometimes going to look for one of those some of those issues or going to look for comic stores it's just like i just gotta thumb through everything well and the big it's, issue that i back, hate man she's she's place to go to i think it was me and you that were talking or it might have been us about how like some of those places just fucking jam pack yeah, and you can't you flip can't through them flip through you them. have like, to take you, books out in order to like flip yeah that's annoying yeah for sure get your shit together vendors you, come on you need like a three inch gap in every box every box yeah, you can be able I, to like, like i i would stop I, any of them like i'm not i'm not gonna bother looking through that no 
No. Or or if they're not organized in any kind of way. Yeah. I'm not looking. No. Hard pass. So. Uh, but yeah, then we got out of there and we had the the boy's birthday. Yeah. Which I think. Was oh, but that oh, yeah. the book where he dies, she had. Oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. She had it for fifty bucks. I went back over to those clown shoe people that you got one of your Thor books from, and they ended up having the Daredevil collected, and they had that issue for ten bucks. Oh yeah, so the, like, they were from St. Louis. Catching, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she might have been highly organized, but she was the priciest. She, but like, I mean, everything in there was immaculate, and it's like I would pay for that kind of experience. Yeah, no kidding. I wonder if they have. Do you she the did name? wheel and deal because they were doing like a stupid deal. Well, you got you got your books for like twenty bucks or something. I got three. Well, like I had three, but it's like they would. All of her books were like six dollars, yeah, a pop or something like that. And so I was like, "How about you do three for fifteen? And I got fifteen in cash right here. Yeah. And she was like, "Uh, okay." And I was like, "Don't play do me." Do you remember the name? I cannot remember the name of the shop. Man, I wonder if it's. We can look back at the map, map, though. Yeah, see if it's on there. It'd be a good one to remember. Yeah. But I thought they were pretty experienced. Then, yeah, then we got out of there, went down to the park for the boy's birthday, and I think that was pretty successful. Yeah. He got a plethora of Spider-Man stuff. <laughs> it was definitely the year of the spider. Yes, for sure. Good yeah. Guy, good guys, bad guys abound. It was, I mean, did I have fun? Of course I did, because yeah. it's a weekend. But, I mean, it'll be a hard contemplation next year well next year it is on easter weekend so it's going to be in the spring they did announce yeah we're back to six months from now (laughs) yeah it's going to be in april or whatever so so they're avoiding labor day i think they're avoiding popcon they're avoiding horror hound it may be on my wedding engagement weekend which it's it's easter weekend it's like april 20th or something like that i think okay maybe that's the weekend before I mean, they must pick the holiday weekends because that's the cheapest they can get the convention center for. Probably. Nobody's going to run a convention. They put an announcement out. It's like on their Instagram or something. You should find, be able to find it. Um, but, yeah, and also I think it helps if they go first rather than being the third one. Yeah. So The fourth at this point. Or I guess Horrorhound is after. Yeah, Horrorhound was the weekend after, and I think some people stayed away because of that. They crushed it, too. They did it in the convention center this year. I saw a bunch of friends went. Met a lot of celebs. Yeah. So. But, yeah, I mean, definitely, I mean, like you said, we'll be going back. Yeah. It's it's, it's a good three-day getaway. It is nice. And to be in town for something like that and not have to, like, pay for a hotel room and yeah. eat out sure. every meal, it's kind of nice. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, uh, do you got any new merchandise outside of your? Mm. See, so you got a little loot crate box over there. Well, mostly because stuff for you. Oh. So. Oh, sick dice tower. Like My DM loves this stuff. Your DM. Dungeon Master? Yeah, personal Dungeon Master. So, other uh, merch... I've just... I mean, other than what we got at the... I've been working since yeah. then, so I've literally not had a moment to do anything fun, so... Um, about it. It's April 10th through the 12th next year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... What? 
it's uh, three, yeah, six, seven months away. Is that, is it supposed to roll into it or something? It, yeah, you like drop it in. What about you? Oh, I got a 14. Uh, yeah, some handsome devil ended up surprising me and got me the uh, Harry Potter Lego set from the new run with the Patronus of the Stag, oh, yeah. which is a completely new Lego piece. Did you see they're doing a Harry Potter advent calendar? Yes, I did. Did I you see the new uh, gingerbread house? I did, yeah. yeah I texted it's, Wendy about it. It is in my wish list. So I was like, uh, can I come build gingerbread houses with you now? So yeah, I'm going to get that and... Star Wars it up, yeah. add it to our village. I mean, it's got a guy with a snowblower, so that's that's just speaking. That's begging. That's begging for something. So this, yeah, this set's got a lot of potential. It's asking for it. And uh, there's something else you get with like a uh, purchase now, with like a uh, retro lunchbox or something. Oh, fun. So, but I gotta wait till what October one before that becomes available. Is that when it drops? Yeah. So I got that, and I'll get my uh, advent calendar in there and. Be good to go. Hell yeah. Ted, any uh, new merch for you? No, I got that 10-inch Thanos signed by Jim Starling, which was cool. I had him right come and get me on it. Dude, that was super dope. You should grab that so we can show the Facebook crowd. I don't think we're on anymore. There's all these errors. Oh. It says Facebook has not restored a video. Is this anything in your wheelhouse? No. Yeah, me neither. Anyway. I know what it is, but I don't play that. What is it? Wolfenstein. You probably played that a bunch. Nope. No? What is it, a whistle? It's a whistle. It's, it was like a Duke Nukem game. Nope. Not me. Werewolf Nazis. Oh, no, there's just uh, some Many figs in there. No. I grabbed three or four that I thought were duck heads, and they were not. Oh, buddy. You can't feel. You got got to feel for their accessories. I didn't have time. It There's was, always time. It was a checkout. You make time, Brian. It was a checkout thing. I was in a hurry, so I grabbed What's a couple. That? Oh, it's a. It was in the loot crate. It's a smoke grenade. Oh, it's a link. What's a link? It's a Zelda. Terrence. All right. Zelda, right. So, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence walk into the bar. Easy. Who are you hanging out with? The skinny guy. The skinny guy. Yeah, Will Smith all day, man. Ted? I'm going Martin Lawrence. Yeah? Yeah. How come? Uh, Just because he seems a little bit more down to earth. Yeah? Yeah. We were talking about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I think he's... Yeah, I think that may be part of the problem. <laughs> I think he's pretty down to earth guy for who he is. I mean, he's... He's not He's not in Scientology, is he? No. I do not know. But he is in a, an open yeah. marriage. Look at that. There there it all is. Oh, damn. Yeah. Corey was hanging out with us the whole time. Yeah, Sorry for the Facebook, Facebook. Uh, mistakes. You know, Facebook doesn't have to actually make anything work. What they the still fudge? get their money no matter what. I can see all of these. Boobies. <laughs> Funny. Why don't you just go through and read all Corey's comments? There you go. Just recap the show with and then everybody can like reach back and and try to place them where they came in at we'll check it on the phones later all right sorry about that Corey. Corey. but we will get to you next week 
Excuse you. <laughs> I was like, I do hear you. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, that'd be a difficult one for me. Because Martin Lawrence is like one of my favorite stand-up comedians. But really? it is Will Smith. And I do love Will Smith. I'd have to go Will Smith. Yeah. Come on, man. He, he was the genie. I don't know anything about that yet. <laughs> yeah, I've, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, alrighty, well that is going to do it for us. Episode 103 with your favorite nerds, Nerd Speak. <laughs> if you want to follow along with us on the social medias, you can just search for Nerd Speak on Facebook. We do our live videos that sometimes work, sometimes <laughs> Damn don't. Damn you, Zuckerberg. <laughs> and you can join the conversation in there before we post it. And... That's a way to be a part of the show. You can also follow us at Instagram and Facebook or in uh, Twitter with the handle at nerdspeak underscore and reach out to us. Tell us how we do. Tell us how cute Ted's kid is and look for some other fun updates there. Brian, if they wanted to support the dream and give us some do re mi, how could they do that? Oh, they can reach out to us too on uh, patreon.com forward slash nerdspeak. And uh, there they can choose one of the appropriate levels of uh, support and and fandom. And potentially get stuff that may or may not just sit in your trunk. Who knows? Find out. The risk is yours, girl. Ted, if a week without even having to go download it somewhere, where could they get it? iTunes, bitches. All righty. That is going to do it for us. Another awesome episode of Nerdspeak. I am Brendan. Ted? Have a good week. Brian? Peace. So long, Nerd Nation. And Rick Ocasek. Rest in peace. What? What? Why do you think we're playing car song? He died yesterday. Totally not been in the world. So Because you don't pay attention to what we're doing. (laughs) So long, world. Ocasek's dying.